friends, and welcome to Deep Dive Lounge, the lowest highbrow interview podcast presented to you by Modern Escapism. My name is Oodles, and today I will be interviewing another fellow podcaster and brother in arms, the co-founder of the Modern Escapism Network and true friend of mine, Mr. Stuart Stig Baker. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Do you like the lounge? I'm very good. It's different this one, isn't it? (laughs) It's very, very nice. This is the first actual in-person deep dive lounge and I'm proud it's you mate oh thank you very much look it's so good look we can chink our glasses we can physically we can cheers perfect don't tell them what you're drinking yet I won't do don't worry excellent so as all deep dive lounges are every episode I will be interviewing my guest with the same 10 questions eventually these questions will be engraved into your grey matter until the day you die so sit back Light up that cigar, pour yourself a whiskey, and enjoy. Are you ready? Yes. Let's go. Question number one. Who are you and where are you from? My name is Stuart. Uh, You will know me as Stig across the various podcasts that we do. And I am from the greatest county known to man, Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Yorkshire born and bred. Uh, West Yorkshire lad, moved up to the heartland of Yorkshire between the moors and the dales when I was younger, and yeah, I live in North Yorkshire. I won't disclose where in North Yorkshire, but <laughs> I live in there. Beautiful part of the world. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's like If you like nice scenery and walks and lovely like woods and fields, and oh, it's beautiful. It is. It's, it's not called God's County for no reason. Exactly. If you've never visited North Yorkshire, please do yourself a favour. Excellent. Well, question number two. What are you drinking and why? I am drinking what is now officially mm. Modern Escapism's best alcoholic drink. I am drinking a nice, cool pint of Guinness. Yes. And... I'm drinking this because they're very fucking tasty. <laughs> they are very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am um, very late to stouts and Guinness and the likes. Um, for a long time, I mainly just drank lagers. Yeah. And then in the last, well, about three years, I decided to start branching out and trying different things and moved on to like ales and, you know, pale ales and beers and stuff. And eventually I decided to, Give Guinness another go, and I haven't looked back since. It's pretty much my go-to if it's on tap. It's king, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it's, it's the king of it. And well, now it is officially the king. Yeah, because yeah. we've given it the seal of approval. Yeah, I think it's uh, one of the um, misunderstood drinks as well. Like I've said before, um, people expect it to be like soup. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's light. Oh, it's, it is. It's it's really good. It really is good. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Let's get on to the good questions. Question number three. If you had a choice between two superpowers being invisible or flying, which would you choose and why? Flying. Okay. Uh, Isn't just any reason because, you know, all the perverts will choose invisibility because, you know, you can do perfect things. (laughs) (laughs) No, flying, and it's as boring as simple as you go anywhere whenever you want, Mm -hmm. at any time you want. Like, if I... I'd love to go and see places around the world and the ability to just up and go and, and view them is brilliant. I could go and watch every single football match because I wouldn't need a ticket because I could sit on top of the stadium oh, and yeah. watch I it. I never thought of that. <laughs> I never thought of that. Because every country 
yeah, anyway, anywhere you want, any event, I could just like outdoor event, I could just go and fly to. And mm. people say, oh, well, you could do that if you're invisible, but you couldn't because you'd be naked. And if you're invisible and unfit, not that you are, but if you're unfit and invisible, you still wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but if you want to like sneak into an event, if you're invisible, you, you wouldn't be able to wear clothes. You'd just be stood around <laughs> naked. No one would see you, but you'd be bloody freezing. So yeah, being able to fly, you could just go wherever you want, whenever you want. And it, yeah, just, I mean, I could go to the top of Mount Everest if I wanted to sit there. Yeah. But, all right, I've done it. And done it's it. technically cheating. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely flying, 100%. Yeah, I am in agreeing on that one. Excellent, excellent. Oh, question number four. What was the last gift you received or gave someone, or both? So, the last gift, I'm going to do both of these. Yep. Um, just recently was our 10-year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So, the gifts I got for that, um, we went to Mauritius for our honeymoon. Lovely place. And, oh, it's amazing. Uh, one of their biggest exports is rum. Mm-hmm. And we drank a lot of rum while we were there. <laughs> and the Mauritian rum is really, really nice. And so Kate had like bought me this big bottle of Mauritius rum, like, and it's come in this glass like dodo. Oh, so wow. like, so like the the container it's come in is like this big glass dodo. It's it looks great on our like on our drinks yeah. cabinet and stuff. But yeah, so that's the last like big gift I got from her. And the last one I gave was for to her for the same obviously for our wedding anniversary was um i gave her a tin rose yeah it cost 10 years is tin yes so i got this um like i said tin rose <laughs> i can't explain anything more and also she really really wanted a hotel chocolate like velvetizer oh yeah so i borrow a hot chocolate velvetizer no we're talking <laughs> yeah but also the best thing about it is that i can get to use that as well but she really wanted it so mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the last gifts I got and received. Uh, gift. Yeah, lo- lovely. Absolutely lovely gifts. Can't argue with that whatsoever. Cool. So, let's move on to a, a question that does throw some people off. Question number five is, what inspires you? Uh, this is the hardest question on here. It is, isn't it? Really difficult. Um, but, and this is going to sound really cliched, but first, is my dad. Um, my dad grew up um, not very wealthy, left school when he was, I think, maybe 15 or 16. They did back then, though, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, he went into uh, apprenticeship, and he's just worked his way, he just really worked his way up and, and worked his ass off yeah. to eventually put himself in, like, a director's position. Wow. So he's he kind of done everything without, you know, from the bottom up, and to give us basically give us a better life and like a good starting point from when we became adults and I remember saying in my um, wedding speech like if I when I you know to care it's like if I can be as good as a man that my dad's been mm-hmm. to my mum and us for you and like our future children that'll not, then I'll know I've done right um, so yeah my dad is um, I don't really let him know this you, know, you should sort of think I should do. I, I always think about that. I don't think he's very like that sentimental. Kind of, yeah, but he's just a dad. Do you know what? I, I do think that he probably is. Yeah, like I've seen him getting emotional over stuff. Like mm. it was just recently their fiftieth wedding anniversary. Wow! And um, one of his best mates gave a speech, and he was getting my dad was getting emotional. So maybe he actually would like like that if I told him more. But tell uh, him, mate. But yeah, his. Uh, 
he's done everything for us um kind of worked had to work away gone where the, the job's taken him mm. because um yeah to just give us a, a you know a better life really um and you know make it a bit easier for us than it was for him growing up and then secondly um again people might roll their eyes and be cliched it's your kids my kids yeah do you know what i mean like what inspires you more than your kids and do just doing what my dad did for us your legacy. Trying, to, trying to do it for them trying to give them a good child uh, childhood and make it a bit easier for them and, and make it to, to enjoy life and we kind of we do that i think we do do that you know i'm not a well-off person but no. i'm not you know i'm not uh you know struggling or anything yeah. no so but i do my best to try and give them um everything they need really without being spoiled as yeah. well yeah i mean they still get spoiled don't they it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough balance because even myself and I, I i'm not on breadline either but it is still a struggle to balance that out. You've got two, I've got two. Yeah. You know exactly what it's like. The similar ages as as well. It's just, yeah, you want you, do, you don't want them to want for anything, do you? No. But sometimes they've got to be patient. They do. I don't think kids understand that, that these days. Um, but they, they have everything. They have everything at their fingertips. But yeah. I want to let them have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's finding that balance of letting them have that and also while also you know making sure they're not spoiled and not horrible because they don't get it but yeah it's just them i'd love to say that oh this person inspires me or this i don't know i I don't celebrities don't inspire me no like footballers don't inspire me nothing like that ever inspired you can admire but without admire unless they do like something above and beyond like if like they really you know you sometimes you hear about them doing things for charities and things that you didn't needless need. acts selfless yeah, acts yeah. Uh, giving away like a lot of the money and stuff um that can you know but i'm not really at their level i'm not a millionaire so it's not it's not inspiring me to go and do that <laughs> but uh yeah just my dad my kids that kind of thing I know good it's, answer yeah i, I can't argue with that it, it, easy, people say but... oh it's trite it's easy but we human at the end of the day yeah <laughs> I think it's just mainly as well because I'm not massively creative. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not a musician. I'm not a writer. I'm not an artist. I don't have anyone that I look at and go, "Oh, they inspire me to be a better artist or a better musician." So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just I'm inspired more closer to home. You're letting yourself down a little bit. You are creative, mate. You do a podcast. Yeah, very good but that's just me. It's easy to chat. Crap. Easy to be yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good answer, though, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Tough, tough question, but you passed. So let's move on to some more, something a bit more fun. Question number six. If you could compare yourself with any animal, what would it be and why? Obviously a tiger. No. <laughs> no, um, I, I, this is one that I had to really think about because I try to think of one that matched my personality. And just that was kind of looking for, I had a look at what animals are can get wound up easily <laughs> and be competitive. Wolverine. Yeah. And then, and it came back to lions. I was like, I can't come in and say lion. You There's can't. There's no way so, But I then found the perfect animal for me. It's a panda. Okay, right. explain. And the reason it's for a panda is because pandas love to have a good time. Yeah. They love to be really silly. I like being silly. I like mm. messing around. Uh, the notorious are just being dickheads. Like you love messing bamboo around. as well. Yeah. Oh, I love bamboo. I love eating bamboo. <laughs> Um, speaking of which, there's some in the corner over there. There is. <laughs> the deep, the deep dive lounge has bamboo. Yeah. <laughs> Brought in specially for me. Yeah. 
Uh, and they're clumsy as fuck. Yeah, I am are. really clumsy. Mm-hmm. Like, like my <laughs> my wife got like this a present, which was like a Captain America mug. Yeah, and I broke it within like a week. <laughs> just, like she will tell you, I, I'm really clumsy, mm-hmm. and also they just don't get laid. And you know, when you're married, that's, that's yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that is exactly what you're signing yourself up. We're married. It's like um, you're not getting laid until I say so. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and that's exactly what happens in the world of pandas. It does, mate. It does. It does. So, w- yeah. Women are the bosses in panda life. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love that's a, that's a fantastic answer. Cool, I'm glad you didn't come in and say, Dragon! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love tigers. Like, oh, don't yeah. Exactly, they're my favourite animal. If you just said, yeah. what's your favourite animal? But Yeah, I didn't yeah. ask that. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. Uh, question number seven. Oh, no. We finish the interview, and you step outside of the office and find a lottery ticket that ends up winning £10 million. What would you do? So, this is like a bit of a two-part for me. Yep. Because what would you do is, would you hand it in, or would you yep. go claim it? Because... You can't actually claim it, I don't think. So I know Gadget, when he was on, he said he'd hand it in. Yep. Because if no one claims it, then you can have it. And he's already a millionaire. So, yeah, he also is a millionaire. <laughs> so let's pretend that I've done that. Yep. So I would do that because that is the right thing to do. Like I, I think that I would absolutely be devastated if I lost my ticket yep. and then found out that someone had claimed it. Yep. And I, if I knew that was my ticket and yep. someone was claiming on it. Your numbers. Yeah, so yep. I'd do that. So the first thing I'd do is do that and wait. Yep. Now let's talk about me. I've got the money. The fun side. The fun side. So yeah. what am I going to do? Obviously quit my job because yep. fuck, fuck that noise. Yep. Um, and I would, I'm not a big petrol head. No. Like I would buy a nice car and I'd buy a nice house, but I wouldn't go overboard. And it's on Skyline. <laughs> I would 100% buy me an Aprilia RSV 1000. <laughs> it's my dream bike. I absolutely love it. I know my wife would hate me to get a motorbike again, but I miss. And you've got your own land. I yeah, yeah exactly. I'd do that. There you go. I'd I'd, I'd do that. I'd build a little race track <laughs> yeah. so that I could say, right, I've got a bike. Yeah. And I'd buy some uh, some uh, rally cross bikes and yep. I'd make my own thing. I said, right, so I've got my bikes, but I'm not on the road, so I can still drive. Daddy's playland. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd definitely buy my bike, and I would. Again, same with the with the flying. I just, I want to travel. I want to see things. Like you should. There's so many thick places on my bucket list that right now I can't do just because of family life. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that once they're 16 years plus, then I can get like, right. We're gonna go away for the to week. University and stuff. I want to go to Tokyo. I want to go to Australia. I want to go um, around East Asia and and, yes. and all that and go to places in America, South America. And South America like. Yeah. I just spend a lot of time traveling. Yeah. I, I'm not asked about working. No, no. I'm like, not. people say, like, if I won the lottery, I'd still, I I'd still work. Yeah. And, like, I... Why? I just... You work for money. Yeah, I don't get bored not working. Exactly. People, when they say, oh, yeah, I've, oh, do you know what the worst thing is? When they, when they go away and they say, oh, I was bored after a few I'm days. Glad to be back. I just wanted to come back to work. <laughs> and I'm off. just like... Fuck off. <laughs> I can fill my weeks yeah. happily. Doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. And if I had the money to just do that, and then you, most of the time you could live off the interest. Yeah, so do. if I could you just do. live off the interest and enjoy myself, yeah. Uh, you know, I'd probably just do more podcasting. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of stuff yeah. I do. Build the empire. Yeah, exactly. Modern escapism would take over the world. That's what I'd do if I won the money. And we'd, I... we'd sack Joe Rogan. Yeah, exactly. We would be, <laughs> we would be Spotify's number one podcast. Absolutely. 
What an answer, mate. What an answer. So there's philanthropy in there, and also we're doing the world good by getting yeah, rid I of... Yeah, I mean, I would give some to charity. Of course you would. Yeah. Of course you would. I mean, that's the that's the human thing to that's do. That's probably what I'd do. I, actually, I would, my, I would fill my time with just volunteering. Yeah. Because then at least, if I am working... Work, work satisfaction. But I'm doing it to help other people. Yes, mate. So Love it. People love to hear it. Uh, we're on to question number eight. We're, we're doing really good here. We're doing really, really good. Too quick here by my liking. No, this, this is absolutely fine. Tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour myself another drink, another Guinness. Oh, you do I, that, I'm, bartender. I'd like another drink, please. Jeeves, Jeeves, yep. can can the young man uh, have another drink, please? Listen for this ASMR, you listeners. It is a sensational pour. Let me narrate this to you. He's pouring it with. Um, a good angle on this Guinness, and it's reaching the rim now. Lovely. Oh, yeah, he's got himself pint cans as well. He's not stupid. No not spillage. Stupid. No spillage. Lovely pour. He's going to let that settle for a few minutes, and that's going to be oh, a great yes. drink. That's my last one, though. Might have to go back down to the shop. Yeah, yeah, we might have to. Get some more Guinness. <laughs> excellent, excellent. That lovely intermission helped a few minutes there, and we're keeping that in. So, question number eight. If you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all your human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of, what two items would you want to have with you? Desert island I- items, basically. Oh. Um, I forgot about this question. <laughs> Most right. people do. Uh, what items would I want with me? Um, these have to be real items, so they're not made-up ones. You have to own them. Right, I have to own them? Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Be yours. But all electricity and... Yeah. Okay. You're not going to die. Right. Uh, my air fryer. Great answer. <laughs> I cannot live without 100% that. air fryer because it just does everything. They are the best. They are. They're so good. I absolutely love them. I still have to use the oven every now and again if there's... Something big. Yeah, but... Yeah, uh, my air fryer because you can just do everything in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my new baby, my Steam Deck, I'd have to I'd have to take that with me. Yeah, yeah. Because that would just keep me entertained for forever. Yeah, like I could. I have such a backlog of games. You've got more hours on that Steam Deck than what you'd exist. Yeah, so I've got <laughs> such a backlog of games that I could just sit and play that. Um, yeah, probably that. That's a that's a. That's a good... I mean, because, I mean, I could take my Xbox if I had a TV. If you, but, yeah, but the Steam Deck does it all, doesn't it? But is that... That's two items, surely. Two items, That's yeah. two items. So, yeah, the def, yeah, I'd just take my, my Steam Deck. Plus the fact that I'm on a desert island, I can just go and play it wherever on the desert well, island. If you are like, listening to this, Steam, go chill. We, we accept sponsorships. and Yeah, decks. yeah, free Steam Decks. I'll accept absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. Good, good answer, yeah. mate. Good answer. <laughs> so, number nine. It all went wrong on the island, mate. You oh, came dear. home, you, you, just absolute diphtheria, you had cholera, you weren't looking after yourself, you came back with a rage, you broke the law. I st- yeah, but I still played a lot of games. And got you through, did, you got through a lot of games. Got a good backlog gun. You, you broke the law, you got, oh, no, you, you've been arrested and oh, you've been sentenced to death row. You are on your last legs and tonight is your final meal. What are you having? Now, I know people... Sometimes when they do this, would be want the best meal they could ever have, like yeah. and stuff like that. But I'm I'm not going to do that. You're not that guy. I'll go for it. I'm not that guy at all. No, You're I'm not. not that guy. So I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with three course. Do I get a do I get a drink with this as well? You can have whatever you want right, within okay. within let's say a three hour period. 
Right. Okay. Right. Well, I'm first... any chef. It doesn't matter. You have what you want. No, I love pizza, so it's going to be pizza. Absolutely. Proper Italian thin crust thin. pizza, not like the messy looking pizzas. Yeah, not like a crap takeaway pizza. <laughs> not like... <a> Domino's. <laughs> no, no, not a Domino's. It has to be like a proper artisan. Ristorante. Like, um, wood fired pizza. You know, when you get the oh. little, you get the little bubble of air with the little. A little, little black marks on it as well. Marks, little oh, bit of, hey, oh, I'm yeah. starving now. <laughs> yeah, so it has to be big, massive one of them. And I think with, let's see, a little bit of chili on there. Yeah, okay. And maybe throw some pepperoni in. Mm-hmm. And people might not like this, people, but I like a bit of rocket on on a pizza. I, I, I adore rocket. Yeah. And I, I love, love it on anything. I love rocket salad. I love it on cereal, mate. <laughs> So a bit of rocket salad on top of that pizza to go with it. Mm. Um, but I'm an absolute heathen, so I would also have a little pot of garlic sauce there to go with it. Not but, too little, though. No, but this has <laughs> to be a, a takeaway garlic sauce. Yeah. Because Heinz garlic sauce and Tesco's and all it that. It doesn't work. They're crap. They're rubbish. Yeah, it they, don't work. They're not nice at all. But there's a place in my town yeah. who just do the best garlic sauce I've had. Is it in a little sweaty tub as well? Yeah, a little styrofoam oh, yes. tub. Um and I, I genuinely have never been anywhere that has better garlic sauce than them. And That's I've good. been to, I've eaten out of a lot of pizza places with garlic sauce. I could tell. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but I have my nice, lovely Italian pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I have a, little, I have a kebab wrap on the side. <laughs> of course you would. You're not, got the, you're not leaving this world without a kebab. Exactly. <laughs> and it's from the same place that do the garlic sauce. They mm-hmm. do this amazing in a tortilla with the wrap and mm-hmm. the marinara sauce and the cheese. And they wrap it all up. That with some curly fries. I'd wash it down with all the Pepsi Cherry Max yep. you can get. Great drink. Because I absolutely love that. I literally could... My, my I can tan, I can tan, tan a uh, six pack of that in a veins few hours. Are filled with that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so easy to drink. And I would definitely have to have a sticky toffee pudding with custard. <gasps> oh, it would a hundred percent have to be just a big bowl of. You're talking school sticky toffee pudding? No, no, no. Oh. Nigella Lawson does a really nice one, actually. But yeah, just yeah. a really nice sticky toffee pudding. Perfect temperature. Hot, hot custards. Mm. Not cold custard like my wife has. No, weirdo. No, She's no. strange. Yeah. Uh, so that would be my my pudding. So yeah, I'd, pizza is my favorite food. I know it's basic as fuck. Yeah, but, but it's got so much diversity. Yeah, to pizza. but I just love it. I just. I think it's get, a brave choice. Yeah, I mean, you're going out all, all the world anyway. You're not who cares really? At the end of the day, you just you're going out. You're going yeah, out. I might as well stuff my face full of stuff that I enjoy. Die with indigestion, mate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good answer. And good a double answer. decker bar. And ooh, are yeah. you a big fan of the nougat? Oh, I like a double decker. decker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, big lovely. fan of double deckers. I do like a double decker. You, you don't often find them, but when you do find one, you pick one up. Mm. Love it. Love it. Excellent. We're on to the final question. You've done really well, mate. Question number 10 and final question. What music would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? What's your theme song? What's my theme song? So you're coming down the Titans, Ron. I know, but I bet you, I bet. When, when this question, you're like, oh, you'll pick, like, it's going to be something like Queen or... Like, <laughs> an anthem. Uh, just an anthem, mm-hmm. but it isn't mm. at all. Oh. And I've thought about this long and hard, and it's <laughs> Dvorak Sympathy, Sym- Symphony Number no. 9. I know it. And this is an incredible piece of music. It is. That starts 
with a bit it's a bit like the jaws theme yeah it's that it kind of goes tension building and it just hits and just like and every time i walk in the room i want everyone to like like a general walking in the room and everyone to stand to attention yeah go and listen to that piece of music it is stunning it's absolutely incredible and i was listening to that and i was like yeah i'm 100 percent choosing that like that's my that is the tune. most left field pick we've had so far <laughs> and i've recorded seven episodes of this everyone's like my favorite song you're yeah. like a classical piece yeah well i love classical music yeah you, like, you've always said that yeah yeah i grew up in a house with classical music i love it like mm. um either that as well or uh zarathustra like that was that's oh yeah Ric Flair's theme, basically. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, that's a great like anthem it to is. walk into. It, it was a choice a... between them and or it was going to be Queen Princes of the Universe because yeah, that's a great yeah. that's a great thing you could burst into the room <laughs> yeah. with. So it was. But I eventually yeah, Dvorak Symphony. Symphony, I get that word out properly. Yeah, Symphony, <laughs> Symphony Number Nine. Fantastic pick, and and on that note, you've completed the deep dive lounge. You've won. You've I won. Have. You like what have I won? You, you've won a chance to plug your wares. And also my, my wares. My, my wares are your wares. <laughs> Our wares. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're here already, you'll already know about uh, Modern Escapism. But if mm. you don't and you've found Deep Dive Lounge through other means, then mm. check out our other podcasts. Get to our website, uh, modernescapism.co.uk. Uh, designed by myself. Excellent website, I must say. Stunning. myself. Go on the desktop version, though. It's better. As a moving video and everything lines up properly. <laughs> Shop some love. But yeah, go on there, you get up. One just gave some Scott Sheep, Deep Dive Lounge. The network continues to grow and grow. Yes, excellent. If as well, I mean, show some love for Stig. He is also host, co-founder, and social media manager. This guy's a busy guy. I am a busy guy, yeah. He's doing he's doing the Lord's or your Lord's work. And I applaud you and I thank you for being my dear friend and thank you for joining the Deep Dive Lounge. I, I'm very happy to be here, very happy to have been on, to be the first in the la- Probably last. <laughs> yeah. Unless you put Biggie's first. Yes. <laughs> I won't do that. I'll do, I'll, this is for you, mate. And uh, all I can say, mate, is thank you for joining us and cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Good night. Thank you. <laughs>